Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew A makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 206. Two hundred and six. How's it going, James? Uh, it's going pretty good, Johnny. I got like a billion hours of sleep last night, and it basically reset my life, and I feel fantastic. How are you doing? A billion hours. I think I was asleep before eleven, and I woke up at nine twenty-six, four minutes before I needed to start work. I did not set an alarm. I woke up in a panic, but I felt incredible. Well rested. A solid 10 hours. That's great. We love yeah, that for it you. Yeah, I needed it. You know when you need it? Like medically, I do know you when you need, need sleep. Yeah. Yeah. When you haven't slept in weeks. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. <laughs> um, I will be there it's for It's rainy me. and gross out, and I feel like it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like a sleepy. It's cold. It's rainy. The world It's is, almost a you know. winter day. We yeah, shot. we turned our heat on, and of course it's not working because, you know, that's how things go. <laughs> so I've just been cold all day. Everything's fine. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you're not having the spectacular day that I am. Before the podcast began, I was low energy, and I said, I'll bring it for the podcast, and then it's been clear in the first 30 <laughs> seconds that I am not. So we're going to turn it around. Speaking of turning it around, you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Turn around bright eyes. Sometimes I do something that's just a silly little uh, free association with the thing that you just said. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Johnny, if, no, if I can't get your spirits up, well, then maybe you're just not really feeling like you're going to get up today, you know? <laughs> I think everything's going to be fine. We, I should, Let's focus on the positive. We had a lovely pizza Sunday yesterday. Oh, happy belated to all who, all who celebrate. We sure did. It was truly, truly wonderful. We did a Jersey-based pizza Sunday. Uh, James, you want to walk the people through where we went? Um, sure. We, we went to... It was easily the sketchiest... Uh, pizza interaction we've ever had on pizza sunday and i would say in my life i can't speak for you two yeah it's it's definitely up there there were some there were some michigan football game days where i like bought domino's pizza from a stand on the side of the road on the way home you know where it was just very much like a throwing cash at someone and making them give me sustenance but this was much weirder because that was like a pattern and this was just like a this could have this could have just been a guy's house who made pizza caustically yeah as you know dear listener james moved to new jersey so we looked up a well-regarded jersey pizza place drove there got there the door was closed and it said ring the bell and there was a tiny little hole in the door like we were trying to get into a poker game run by like a celebrity that didn't want people in there but also (laughs) but also you're skipping a few steps we got there we parked and then we went to the front of the building and there were two doors Neither of which were the doors that you were supposed to go into the pizzeria <laughs> with. And the signs say, go to the side. And then we went to the side, and it was an alleyway. Yeah. And about 80 feet back, not close to the street in the alleyway, way back in the alleyway was a storm door. Not a yeah. nice door. Not an, it was a storm door with a little hole made in it where the window is. And you had to, like Johnny said, you had to ring a bell. And then a man who was angry to be making pizza <laughs> asked what we wanted. And we told him we wanted a Sicilian pie. And he said, give me 15 minutes. 
and then disappeared. And then we went, <laughs> well, there was, okay. No, there, was no, there was no transaction made. No. It was an exchange of information only. <laughs> no but then, but no then money, he said, nothing. so we sort of, we go, do we leave? And we're like, okay, we'll be back. And then, like, as we're leaving, you hear something, and Joe goes, what? And he goes, $25. Right, yeah. No, he, he, he <laughs> the cost of the pizza was shouted to us in passing away. Like, he might as well have, he might as well have shouted it into his own arm, is how, is how much he cared to tell us. I've never known an interaction more if he wanted it then or at the end. It right. was just, what yeah. do we it do? Was, it was bizarre so we went we got uh snacks and a drink at a gas station came back 15 minutes later and we we told he asked our name we were like we didn't give you a name you, you just took our information and he goes he goes what'd you order we told him what we ordered and and i swear to god if i could have dropped the the money on the other side of the door and he could have flung the pizza like a frisbee <laughs> at us he yeah. would have that would have yeah. been his chosen way of delivering the pizza to us but instead, he was forced to walk three feet and yeah. hand it to us. And shove it through the door at us. Yeah. I, it was and the whole... Yeah, not open the door, nothing. Slide it no. through the hole in the window. And he just we took it, and then we went and ate in my car. It, it, the whole experience felt like we were dealing with a man who was, in, who was in purgatory, whose own little personal hell is that he has to create pizzas between Friday and Sunday... Uh, between the hours of 9 and I think 3 p.m. He, the place kept insane hours. And if he goes one day where no one walks up and asks him to make a pizza, he can finally pass on. But we seemingly ruined his, his day yeah, we and were, we in theory his we eternity. We were certainly the first people to buy pizza that day. Yeah. And, and, right. he, and it showed. Yeah. Yeah, the place kept weird hours, and we, of course, because we never look at when places are open on Pizza Sunday. That is a thing you don't do on Pizza Sunday. No, is check and that's hours gonna go. Places. You go on faith, and has it bit, bit us in the ass? Maybe, but we don't <laughs> yeah, care. We'll, oh, we'll oh we'll get there. I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't. But I don't I, want to spoil anything. We are we're taking a quick peek into the future. This will be relevant later. <laughs> yeah, get ready for something in two to three minutes. Uh, so I say, ah, oh, this is great luck that it's open right now. What great, what luck we must have with timing. <laughs> I said something right. to that effect. Uh, then the man gives us the pizza, and I would say it's the fourth best pizza we've had on Pizza Sunday. Would you concur? I, well, you guys have more Pizza Sundays than I do, so I'll leave it to you. To, That's right. To we that only off. have you sometimes because you're was, a guest. It was, an, it was an objectively, it was an objectively good pizza that I did not really enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. that makes I, sense. I'd go. I'd give it more than that, but I think we've had better. It just wasn't my style. It was very saucy, and the sauce was up front and in your face, and that is not my favorite kind of pizza. I like a cheesier pizza. The crust was delicious. It was a little overcooked, which I like. Um, it was very good. I would eat, happily eat it again, but I just there are so many other types of pizza that I would prefer over that. Yeah. It was good, and I will say that the fact that it was so sauce-heavy and that it, we got it fresh out of the oven and because we're all impatient little baby boys means that the roof of my mouth is gone right now. Destroyed. Absolutely it, destroyed. I, I went in pretty fast, and I thought I had emerged in a, in a good place, and then owing to some of the other activities that we pursued later in the day, I found out when I got back to Amanda, who we split a bottle of wine, and that red wine really gets into the crevices of the roof of your mouth <laughs> in a way that you don't really feel unless you have scalded it to shit. 
the the thing he's referring to later is we had a pita chip eating contest. <laughs> yeah, and then a Captain Crunch race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a Captain Crunch race. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go get this pizza, and then the second activity of Pizza Sunday was we were going to go to the PGA Superstore. Uh, in Paramus, New Jersey, which was 45 minutes away. Right. And we said, boy, oh, boy, there's what? no point in looking if this place is open. Yeah. We said, no, it'll, even, if, even if it isn't, and not that it isn't, we know that it is, but not that it isn't, but if it isn't, obviously we're going to get a nice, beautiful, beautiful view of scenic metropolitan new jersey and that'll and that'll and that will make it worth it either way it's a journey we drove the wonderful stretch of i-95 through through the worst parts of new jersey in the pouring rain yeah to get there Um, yeah only to discover (laughs) guys pga superstore in paramus new jersey not open on sundays not open yeah they keep holy the sabbath which is not on Sunday, but <laughs> so we took a fun photo in front of the door, and then fortunately there was the exact same store open thirty minutes away. So boy, oh boy, did we get to see more of New Jersey. <laughs> I do think I believe we were on almost every single major highway in Northern Jersey. We were on yeah. we were on I ninety five. We were on the Garden State Parkway. We were on I four. We were on seventy eight. We were yeah. on. Garden we, State, we were on all of them. It was amazing. We paid we paid a toll to go to a closed PGA Superstore <laughs> in the pouring rain. <laughs> we paid, Joe, I hate to bring you, we paid multiple tolls. We, paid, <laughs> we were on a lot of toll roads to, to go. Uh, uh, we is such a ridiculous word here. James <laughs> paid a lot of tolls. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not paying you back. Venmo us. <laughs> Venmo John. Uh, what's that? <laughs> Nothing. I said to Venmo you. I'm not paying it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Venmo John. Uh, once we did get to the second PGA store, it was great. Joe only broke one club. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I did break one club. And I, and I did it the way that uh, you're thinking. Whatever, you th- whatever the hilarious way that you're imagining a broken club is, that's how it happens. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Johnny and I, being the good friends, when Joe, when Joe told us that he broke the club, were very supportive friends and basically said, I don't know, get away from me. I don't want to be associated with you. We cowered away from him and might as well. James ran to the other side of the store. I just pretended that I was looking at something that I had no interest in looking at. I might as well have mushed Joe in the face and been like, get out of here, dude. I don't want to talk about it. You both essentially, I, I might as well have come up to you both and said, hey, uh, I feel a little weird. Is there a COVID-20 going around? I might have it. <laughs> and you guys both put on hazmat suits and and, and holy and sprinkle yourselves with holy water. Right. And Good friend that I am, I said, I'll stay only six feet away from you. James decided to stay 100 feet away. A full 100 feet away. The point the, It was a used club. No one was going to buy it anyway. I'll find it online for the same price and break it later, Okay? <laughs> okay? And then Pizza Sunday ends, as all Pizza Sundays must, with the second pizza of the day. And boy, did we have a good uh, ending of Pizza Sunday. We sure did. Bagel bite draft, baby. We went to a grocery store, the world's largest grocery store. And then that, we got Johnny, a that's, of- what's crazy is that one isn't even that big in this area. I can't. You have to come out. I will take you to some big grocery stores. Your oh, mind we will went be to- blown. We went to one on the way home. We stopped in at Walmart to try and find Amanda the pumpkin, the Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin. Oh, pumpkin. that you went to the world's biggest Walmart. 
right? Dude, that was crazy. How it's big is that bananas. fucking? It made me <laughs> wait, wait, so is anxious. It, James, is it actually? It. I don't know. I don't think it is, but it feels like it is, right? It's like four it's airplane plausible. hangers. It's big like, enough it that it's crazy. Going on. It's big enough that you saying that gives me pause. You said it, and I was like, that might be true. Yes, uh, exactly. Anyway, we got bagel bites, and then we brought them back to James's home and drafted them frozen to see how they would turn out cooked. What a delight of a day. And the best part about a bagel bite draft is everybody wins. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> really does nice. win. <laughs> At the end of it, we all ate bagel bites and yeah, further I would scalded say that, our previously injured mouths. Yeah, my mouth was uh, certainly ruined. But <laughs> I would say my first round draft pick, definitely better than my last round draft pick. My last round draft pick, still a great player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Still Irrelevant. Famer, still yeah, up yeah. there. Retired Fourth, his jersey. A draft class with 40 Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 right, the ending one. He was he wasn't first ballot, but he's still a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, Mister Relevant wound up being quite relevant. I think that's important to note. Uh, anyway, uh, if you haven't uh, done your own pizza Sunday yet, highly encourage it. I think it's a a great way to live your life. Oh yeah. Uh, the end. I'll also uh, do, uh, quick side note. Did we do any other eating before we get into the episode? Of, you know, of... that's the only thing I hate this week. <laughs> Jimmy? Um, yeah, I had I actually had pizza on Friday as well. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, nothing crazy last week. We did I did I bought cold cuts on Saturday and I just it's been a while since I like made homemade cold cut sandwiches. They're so wonderful. Just a nice, easy, delicious lunch. That's all. Slap, That's all slap I have to some say. meat between some bread and have yourself a time. Yeah. I mean what's better than that? Well, a lot of things, but that's a good thing. <laughs> Name six. <laughs> oh crap, Johnny! Back to you. Um, I went to I went to a Georgian restaurant on Saturday night. That was very nice. You went to a waffle uh, house. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia, <laughs> the country. Okay. We had some Georgian wine. Uh, we had some dumplings that I believe had uh, lamb and tarragon in them that were very good. Uh, we did a. Oh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, uh, a kotanshi, which is kidney bean stewed, served in a clim- simmering clay pot with cornbread, pickled vegetables, and uh, hot sauce. That was extremely good. Ooh. And then we did, I can't find it on the menu, but it was like, it's very like Instagrammable. It's like this bread and cheese, and it looks like a bow. Oh, yeah. Uh, a jurali, I believe is what it's called. It's like, it's dough filled with cheese with an egg in it, and it's very good. Why call it that uh, when you could call it bread with cheese and an egg in it? That's a much, yeah. <laughs> a much more simple title. Uh, it was very good, but I think it was my least favorite thing. Everything else was excellent. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was fun. What about you? Um, Amanda and I went to uh, Red Hook Tavern again on Friday. It was... Oh, I've still never been. Outstanding. The burger was a little, just a touch underdone. We asked for medium rare and got a pretty rare burger, but it was still fantastic. Uh, their, um, what's it called? I want to call it chicharrones, but it's not. It's like a croquette. Their ham and cheese croquette, still one of the best bites in the city. Um, And, yeah, fantastic night. And then we went to a place called Momo on Saturday. It's a sushi spot in Bushwick slash Williamsburg. Absolutely fantastic. Had some of the best uh, yellowtail tuna I've ever had. It was really good. Ooh, we love it. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. It was great. I recommend. 
Well, should we talk about our favorite thing in the world to talk about, which is regular show? Yes, <laughs> I regularly watch regular show. Mm-hmm. As you I... know, listener, every every uh, million subscribers, Babish does a recipe from regular show. So we've had eight different chances to see the show, <laughs> and we have seized zero of them. Yeah. And boy, are we sick of him getting another million list subscribers. I have a, th- I have, I have a, qu- a quibble with this, but we can get to that later. So he racked up subscribers pretty quickly. So the episode that we're watching today originally aired on October 20th, 2020, uh, and uh, it was for 8 million subscribers. He's currently sitting at 9.86, so he definitely slowed down. So we only have technically one more, and then he'll hit one more soon-ish, but he's definitely slowed his pace. Yes, and this video only has 4 million views, so something's something's up. A lot of the subscribers might be bots, buddy doesn't matter he's, <laughs> ma- he's still he's still making quadrillions of dollars more than us pay yeah, us you coward okay. we're, yeah. we're boosting your fandom significantly uh the episode begins with a studio tour of his new-ish studio uh which we had seen before uh very chaotic looking behind the lens uh, you meet some fun people. I forgot that this was the period where Sola had uh, vacated Bon Appetit and was working with him for like a few months, never to return. There's, uh, a, there's a pretty significant like Bon Appetit exodus that he capitalized on, rightfully. Maybe for it's sure. because maybe it's because he had her working in a sub basement of his own studio. <laughs> <laughs> his basement had a sub basement, and that's yeah. where they kept Sola. It's crazy how big the house he bought was and how it has two basements. And the first basement is where he put his studio. And then below that basement, he was like, we can squeeze another one in here and we'll make people work down here in the dark. (laughs) Uh, He also, I don't think he appears in this, but around the same time he had added uh, Rick Martinez from Bon Appetit as well. So that that was right after that, yeah. Like he he did a couple different things with them, and I think this is when he was trying to like, you know, call himself the B- Babish Culinary Universe. Oh, that's and he still, still does have me. some. Yeah, I mean, he's still doing some other things. I'm curious to see. I think his end goal is to do less week to week videos, and to, he's writing a cookbook, and he's 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 doing more, you know, the Godfather of it all status as opposed to him being in the weeds every and day. I'm looking at the breakdown on Wikipedia now. He's done. Seasons, season one of his main series was 82 episodes. Season two is 65 episodes. Season three is 78, which means we're well into season three at this point. He's done 100 I episodes. I guess. Yeah. He's done 100 I feel like him calling basics. it seasons. Is, yeah, is, I, don't was, like, I don't like when YouTube people call things seasons and it's not like very definable, like 10 to 20 episodes. And then there's not. a break in between. When they right. just like do 100 episodes and they're like, yeah. 40 of those were, was a season. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he right. did, uh, there were nine minutes between seasons one and two. There were there were exactly seven days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Um, um, all that yeah, being anyway. said is what he makes is truly disgusting. A, a fucking vile concoction. Yeah, horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible, and stupid. It's just like trash thrown together in a cup. The Mississippi basically. Queen yeah, so, was a goddamn which is, nightmare. Yeah, I mean it was a cart it's it when some of these cartoon ones are like, oh, this is purely for comedy, so let's see what happens when he makes them. It is loosely a bloody mary, but it looks truly disgusting. Chocolate sauce, soy sauce, mayonnaise, kimchi, pasta sauce, mussels or clams, uh, assorted sushi and sashimi along with wasabi, more pasta sauce, and then to top it all off, 
Mad Dog 357, like the super concentrated capsaicin, which is pointless for anyone to have. It's like 9 million Scovilles. Who needs it? it? You buy it as a joke, and then it sits on your shelf. You're an idiot. Uh, yesterday, when we were in the gas station getting drinks prior to Pizza Sunday, they did have the chip for the one chip challenge, and we did consider getting it for a second. Yeah, the Pocky, uh, the Pocky chips. Your boy thought that would bring my shingles right back, so I decided not to. But You did have shingles at the beginning of the year, Johnny, and then you had COVID, but shingles before COVID. That's right. Uh, so we we toyed with the idea of, but like hot stuff for the sake of hot stuff, boy oh boy, am I too old for that? Yeah, yeah, I I don't care for that anymore. Can't like be can't heat. be bothered. I like purposeful heat. Sure, yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Purposeful heat when it has flavor associated with it, a delight. Purposeful yeah. heat is it would be a good uh, like follow up to canned heat if you're Jamiroquai. But anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I was down to do the chip challenge, and I would do it, but in terms, my, I don't like, if I'm eating a meal, I don't want crazy heat. That's what it is. That's where I'm, I'm going to qualify my statement before, where it's like, I don't, I want to taste the food that I'm eating, and I want to enjoy what I'm eating. I don't want every bite to hurt. If, yeah, if you think you're better than me? (laughs) If heat's going to be involved, you want it to have, it, it should be flavorful, purposeful heat. Heat with meaning. (laughs) <laughs> heat with a story <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah because this is just a fucking putrid bloody mary which is already not up my alley yeah and he takes a sip of it and it's i mean the heat blew him out of the water and it would have been good anyway um i will say <laughs> i think what he does and what he he makes it into i'm kind of into i don't think either of you were but i was kind of into what he what he plussed up i I believe we've discussed this is essentially a Bloody Mary episode. What he Correct. what he makes looks fascinating, looks interesting. I want so badly to like <laughs> Bloody Marys. I want to like them. The idea of them is great. They look delicious. There's something about the way they look and especially because I see them most I think when I'm a little hungover and something like salty and briny and and alcoholy actually kind of sounds really good. And every fucking single time I order a Bloody Mary, I take one sip and go, oh, this is fucking tomato juice, and I fucking hate tomato juice. Why did I do this? And then yeah. I, I take another sip, I confirm that I do, in fact, hate it, and then I never touch it again. Correct. This is the correct I think deployment. what draws me in is the accoutrement. Like, yeah. Which is like my pickles fun drink. and the celery and the, and like and this that's my the shrimp. That's my big beef with it, though, is, like, let food be food. It, it's this is going to sound real conservative for a minute. Let food be food and drinks be drinks. Why are we forcing the two to meet? Why Why does the drink have to be an edible, like, picnic? Let and this is why Joe has never experienced anything interesting in his life. <laughs> <laughs> it's unnatural. No. <laughs> I think, I think ultimately, Bloody Mary is... I just want, like, a plate of snacks. When I'm hungover, I just want like pickles and chicken fingers, and that it doesn't have to be in a cup. You know, what were you gonna say, Johnny? I find a Bloody Mary pleasant. It's definitely not my favorite drink in the world, but at the same time, if I have a good Bloody Mary, greatly will enjoy it. And this looked like a very good iteration of a Bloody Mary. Yeah, he did. It was horseradish wasabi, briny stuff, and then I was asking about where the chocolate would be. He uh, wound up doing. A mayo as the stick sticking 
agent around the rim and doing Aleppo pepper and a chocolate powdered rim. Right. So yeah, that was his, his cheat around it, which I thought was very clever, a way to like still include all the ingredients from the original, but make it way less in your face. Yeah. And then the tomato juice base that he does is just like a really interesting mix of tomato juice and savory stuff that I think would work quite well in a Bloody Mary. I don't doubt it. If I liked it, again, sure, it was probably great. He took out, he took all the piss and shit out of a couple shrimps and fried up some scallops, <laughs> and those looked all phenomenal. Yeah, garnish of shrimp and scallop, which looked fun for a Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, over I liked, the top yeah. and ridiculous, but yeah, it looks fun. I liked the free jazz he was playing with 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 the bloody when he was making the liquid because he was like, yeah, I'll throw some wasabi. He wasn't measuring anything. He was just kind of throwing right. crap in there. It was very nice. It was cool. It was interesting. I would have tasted it, but again, I would have been like, ah, oh, man, this right. ultimately is still a Bloody Mary. It would have reinforced uh, yeah. <laughs> the same thing that you believe the whole Correct. time. But yeah, I would be I would be most interested to try this. If I got it at a restaurant, I'd be like, this is absurd, but I think it would be a fun time. Uh, yeah. yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. I am going to backtrack a little bit on my prior hard stance about food and drink being together as part of the whole <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, is that right? Specifically for... And I know you guys are probably not as into this. Uh, those milkshakes that have a whole piece of cake on top, I'm way on board for that. <laughs> oh, so in. Boo, you're a coward. Stick to your guns, Joe. You were right. No, 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 no. I'm calling it the dessert corollary to to the Bloody Mary oh, okay. uh, problem. All right. Ooh, uh, we love a corollary. Bloody Marys are still dog shit, but they're, but they're sweet counterparts. The dessert, the whole entire <laughs> solid and liquid dessert milkshake experience. It's delightful. <laughs> you go to a restaurant, you're like, hi, can I have a Bloody Mary? Like, we don't actually have Bloody Marys, but we do have is a milkshake with a piece of cake on it. Do you want that? <laughs> and, I, and I would say, kindly. Oh, I was just about to ask you about your solid liquid dessert experience. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a real Coke versus Pepsi thing here. <laughs> we don't have Bloody Marys. Is, is a milkshake with a piece of cake on top okay? Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Why are you even at, Of course, but you don't, you don't have to tell me. I wouldn't know the difference if you brought it. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Had you not told me, it might, would have come, and I'm like, taste this. Is this a Bloody Mary? Is this smell or okay to you guys? do you think it could be a milkshake with a yeah. piece of cake in it? Do you think it? this is just, is, is this a cho- devil's food nightmare? Is that what I got instead of a Bloody Mary? <laughs> and then your friend is like, you know what? I think it is. Wow, that's I would not have been able to tell that. That's amazing. <laughs> what a palate you have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fun aside, do you guys uh, think it would be fun to, instead of calling it Aleppo Peppers, to call it just Aleppo Peppo? I think that's nice. I <laughs> yeah, I agree fun, with that. That's fun. for everybody. Yep. I think Aleppo that's a new is thing a fun that I will do. Say, and if you say Peppo after it, all the better. <laughs> we every Apparently, every single time we pass a Bojangles driving, I say Bojangles. <laughs> and uh, my girlfriend says, you know you do that every time. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I, Kyle Kinane had a joke about it on one of his specials, but I have found myself ne- just starting to say signs as I pass them when I'm driving or or just whenever, just seeing a sign and passing it and usually saying it with some weird additional uh, unnecessary, uh, you know, like bohogles, something in that vein. I will, yeah. I will do any with any sign that I see. And I don't have an example to throw out. Home Depot. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You don't yeah. need examples oh, yeah. every time. <laughs> um, 
yeah, overall, I thought this was fun. I thought it was a nice 8 million subscriber episode. I was intrigued. I thought this was very nice, an homage to something like he used to do a lot, which was, you know, it's gross, and let me make a good version of it. Very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Solid great. episode. No dough. No sous vide. Great. All around. <laughs> fantastic. Um, would you like to correspond with a coward? Let's do it. Let's freaking do it. This comes to us from our pal Ian, who you might remember. He's uh he's still doing his catch up as far as we know. Are we sure it's not Ian? We're not. <laughs> Ian, right back in and let us know how to say your stupid fucking. All right, name. for today, for today, it's Ian. <laughs> okay, Ian. Ian writes podcast email. Um, hey Justin Jamberlake, how are y'all? Made it to episode one fifty. You guys are still killing it. Ian, your judgment remains as ever terrible. <laughs> Joe mentions he's unsure if food from his childhood is genuinely smaller or if his perspective has just changed and I relate to that so much for one particular food This that is the Hungry Howie's large Italian sub although it should be called a calzone I don't know why it's called a sub I had one of those maybe once a month my entire childhood and then I didn't have any for years as an adult because they're really not good for you and when I came back to them they seemed so small okay I'm going to pause there. There is a little bit left of the email. You had a Hungry Howie's large Italian sub once a month for your entire childhood. Once That's a, a month solid childhood. Once a month isn't that no bad. No notes. Entire childhood. When do you guys define the start of childhood? Like, <laughs> that's my quibble is with conception. Okay, is every <laughs> every month from from birth. It starts at conception, Joe. So, childhood so, starts. So. So, so, 12 times. His mom was just cramming a hum- Hungry so, Howie's up there. So, I'm looking at... I've never been to a Hungry Howie's. I'm I don't know what menu. Hungry Howie's They do is. look like... Hungry they Howie's look like is another, it's another regional pizza spot. It's pretty good. Um, So, if we're, start, if we're saying James's thing is true, then he would have had to eat, and it, and it ends at 18 when you're now legally an adult, but aren't mentally an adult, we should know. No one is an adult at 18. Uh, so you would have, uh, 12 subs a year over the course of 18 years, which amounts to 216 of these subs, plus the nine that you would then have to have had your, uh, prenatally yeah, in the womb. Your, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of the in vitro subs that you got <laughs> or in utero subs rather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ian, write back and tell us how literal you were no, being. Cause I we're am, being very I literal. Am right back. Sorry, I am right I, back. I am, yeah. <laughs> All right, Wait, so I do. Howie's. That is a quick, quick aside. That is a very interesting. I would love to see my own stat sheet on certain things in life. Oh, that's. I want to see the breakdown of my stats, and I would be disgusted by so many things my, that, are, that are in the in the the highest numbers. My conception of an afterlife is shaped largely by the movie "Defending Your Life" by Albert, starring Albert Brooks, wherein part of his heaven experience is that he gets to view past lives. My like next step of that is the is my lifetime stats sheet, like mm-hmm. basics, like number of steps you ever took and number of like every Everything. single thing. Every how single many thing. ketchup packets did I use over the course of my lifetime? Sure, throw that in uh, there. Yeah, Everything. how many how many times did I sneakily eat and then lie about it later? And how many <laughs> times did I get caught? <laughs> I'm reading uh, Bill Bryson's The Body right now, and I just read the chapter on food and eating, and I believe the quote is, in your lifetime, you eat uh, the equivalent of the weight of nine cars. Like, imagine going through and eating nine cars. Okay, well, what does that do if I've already eaten a couple of my cars? 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even also, count the actual cars you've had. That's also that's an average. Uh, your boys definitely onto SUVs at this point. You gotta, you gotta up <laughs> yeah. that, up the vehicle type. I think I, I think a couple semis might have snuck in. Yo, there. these are oh my god, these are what the hungry Howie subs looks like for the yeah. viewer. Joe just pulled them up. But dude, this is this is like the greatest quote unquote sandwich we used to have in college. The Italian place. This is just is this just pizza dough folded over? It on looks itself? like essentially it's just a pizza dough that's that been was folded the onto best sandwich, sandwich. The best sandwich. The best sandwich ever in college was they. The it, best sandwich. It the best Italian, sandwich. The best sandwich. There was an Italian place on campus. They, it wasn't even on the menu, but they served personal pizzas, and you could ask for it. I forget what it was called. It was the wedge. It was called the wedge, and they would just take the pizza dough, cook it with cheese, pepperoni, um, a couple other Italian meats, and they'd cook that, and then they'd take it out, and they'd sprinkle lettuce, tomato, and then they'd cover it in Italian dressing and then fold it up for you. Oh, my God. It was the best thing ever. I got to go find a Hungry Howie's, apparently. Dude, you should yeah. check out. A it Hungry looks Howie's. great. Hungry Howie's is here. We should look at a Hungry Howie's pizza. They're good. Uh, a buddy of mine in high school worked at Hungry Howie's, so I got hella deals on. Less intrigued, uh, less intrigued by the pizza than by the by the sub. Gonna be sure, honest. sure. That's fine, but they they um, do they offer a good mix of stuff. All right, Howie should bread, to, very good. Should we get back to Ian's email? Oh yeah, sorry, I was gonna talk about Hungry Ian Howie's mail. and think about Hungry Howie's. For the rest of this podcast, <laughs> uh, um, which luckily Ian is going to set us up to do exactly that. Speaking of Hungry Howies, is there a food franchise from where you grew up that you thought was bigger than it is? Oh, I'm going to say right now, mine is Hungry Howies. I thought for sure <laughs> Hungry Howies was like the number two pizza restaurant in the country, only to find it's basically only in Michigan and Florida. Uh, yeah, Lido's Lido's Pizza was that way for me. Do you know Lido's Pizza? They're square because they never cut corners. Oh, that's really nice. I like Ooh, that. Is it L I D O S? Wait, L-E-D-O. finish the email. Finish the Lido, email and then let's have Lido this conversation. Pizza. Finish the email and then let's have this conversation. Sorry. That's the end of, that's <laughs> the end of the uh, Ah, okay. Um question wait. Two things. Before one thing before we get to that. I think what Ian is describing, isn't it isn't Ian called Yeah, Ian, you said sorry. It wrong. I think what Ian is describing is isn't there a thing called size inflation? Where over the years things are getting smaller because corporations find out that they can charge the exact same price for smaller things. Yes, yeah, I'm sure that's true. And I, I believe it was true. Paul Rudd who demonstrated it on Conan like 20 years ago at this point. B.J. But Novak. B.J. Novak. Yes, he had a Cadbury egg with the Cadbury uh, eggs that was big, and then he had a Cadbury egg that was small, and they are reducing sizes. Yes, they are. It's hap- and it's happening all across everything. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I totally. wonder if that's I wonder if that's happening with Hungry Howies. We should call them out. Fuck you, Hungry Howie's. Oh, you're despicable. You, would you like to hear some examples? Just a few. I, yeah. Uh, Toblerone chocolate bars, those like triangle looking motherfuckers, yep, yep. have increased the spaces <laughs> between the triangles. Smart. Oh, like the Dave Matthews song. <laughs> exactly like that. Uh, let's see. They mentioned uh, the Cadbury egg in here. Uh, Hagen Dazs reduced the size of their ice cream cartons in 2009 from 16 to 14 ounces. Wow. Those are sneaky because they keep the the tub the same size. They just push the bottom up. Those yep. sons of bitches. Truly insane. General Mills shrunk their family size cereal boxes in 2021. Unilever did the same thing as Hagen Dazs with Ben and Jerry's. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, this all. This real. all. This all makes sense. Yeah. This We're all tracks. To every day. Um. So, Johnny, what was that pizza place that you thought was? Uh, it's, it's called Lido Pizza, L-E-D-O. And if you, We went there a lot growing up. 
It's very if you, good. If you do a spoonerism with it, it becomes pedolitsa, and that, Johnny, is an issue for me. Essentially, you're endorsing Pizzagate, it sounds like? Uh, recently, they're opening one up in New York City, and I was like, oh, and it's in Times <laughs> Square. And I'm like, oh, is it that type of place? Like, I, I was like, I just think that I had a very different perception of what it was growing up. <laughs> Johnny giving that bit no quarter is the funniest thing. It's exactly ever. what it deserved. It was exactly what it deserved. Um, if I'm being is, honest, I wasn't. E- I wasn't even listening to you. You shouldn't have. You, you Johnny, you played it perfectly. Um, Great. <coughs> I don't have a. It, I mean, we're we're go- this includes outside pizza, right? Like because sure. I always assumed yes. that Fry. Everyone knew Fryhofer's cookies, and. Unless apparently you grew up 45 minutes north of New York City and 40 minutes south of Albany and also like east west of Hartford, Connecticut, those are like the only places that people know about Hartford about Fryhoffers. It's very strange. Fryhoffers cookies, hmm. they're delicious. They're better than Entenmann's. Entenmann's can suck my ass. Um, <laughs> in the same vein, I thought that everywhere in America had Cumberland Farms gas stations. Mm-mm. Nobody except for Connecticut and New York has Cumberland Farms, and That's I didn't correct. know that. And I remember as a kid being like shocked that people didn't know what I what I meant when I said like Cumbies. Like you want to go to Cumbies, yeah. and people had no idea. Uh, I better made potato chips is one for me, which is a very Michigan thing. Uh, Hungry Howie's similarly, and this is a more recent version, and it's more aspirational. But I think everywhere should have Culvers because it is outstanding um yeah i'd like to have a cold i've never had a culver's i'd like to try it culver's is fucking what is a culver's should i have gotten some when we were in michigan would that have been the time yes but anytime you find yourself uh, midwest generally should have a culver's culver's is they do um butter burgers so their yeah. burgers so it's are like literally a fast, it's like a fast food place it's fast casual yeah i guess fast food it would be fast food um yeah it's fast food uh, they have butter burgers and frozen custard and like uh, fried cheese curds. It's it's a Wisconsin ass place, but everything is quality as hell. Nice. Uh, highly recommend. If you're ever near one, uh, crash into whoever is next to you to get to that exit ramp. Like and, the Dave uh, Matthews song. And also do that. <laughs> All the ants go marching to Culver's. That got me good, Johnny. The first one didn't get me that good. The second one got me really good. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Ian, good. for the Ian, uh, message. Ian, let us know how to say your name. Let us know how to say your name, Thank you. And I might, next time I might get dyslexic with it and call you Ani. So we'll see. There's no Keep writing know. in, cowards. Guys! If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We're Gabbing with Babish on Instagram. And uh, if you want to weigh in on Ian Ian, send those emails to gabbingwithbabish at gmail.com. And you know what I'll say? Regardless of what Ian Ian says his name is, however uh, the cowards decide his name should be pronounced, that's how we're going to go with it. So send your emails, and if anybody, if two people say Ian over Ian, then we're going to go with Ian. That's the way to do it. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, everybody. That's the pod.